the root of all excellence. Welcome to the root of all excellence. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you for listening. So, um, before we even get started, you know, um, how was your week? Um, it went by fast. I'll say that. I feel like it was a busy week, though. I think that's why it went fast. So, kid is sick. He has a cold. Yeah. I have a cold. Yeah. Now you have a cold. Yeah. So, I think that made it go by faster. And then also, work stuff. Uh, but other than that, can't complain. Yeah, like um, this week, unlike the week before, was really, you know, um, like went fast. I was really surprised. But it was a good week. Yeah. So let's get into it, you know. Um, So we got some updates. Uh, Yeah, we want to do some updates on what we've talked about. Well, the stuff that does have updates, at least. Right. So, the first one is the Jimmy Kimmel right. being on stage. So, very soon after that, he did apologize on his show. Right. And it seems sincere. Like, it seemed like, um, like he said, uh, it was doing like a joke that didn't really go off. Didn't really yeah. pop the way it was supposed to pop. Right. And I don't think his intentions was to, like, steal the moment. Right, or mess it up for her. Right. And she said she wasn't even worried about it, so. Right. I think she was caught up in the moment. I mean, you know, the winning Emmy, like, your first time up. Right. It's so big to the point where, like, no matter what happens, you kind of caught up in the moment. Right. And you're enjoying yourself. So, um, I just thought that was dope that, you know, he took the chance, like, while she was on the show. Like, I don't know if. He got her on the show just so he could kind of apologize. apologize. Um, but Or maybe she was scheduled to be on there anyways. Or maybe because right. she won the Emmy. or Right. right. I feel like it was talked about in the beginning. And then it was kind of just, let's get back to the actual interview. Right, right. So he kind of addressed that first. And then um, it was like a regular interview right after that. Right. So... Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope that he took the chance to like actually um, apologize, whether he invited her or she was scheduled to come. Uh, I thought it was dope. Yeah. I didn't want to think it was in bad taste. Right. Like he was just doing some shit. Right. I don't think so. But you never know, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just thought him taking the time out um, to kind of apologize to her. Right. Was dope. I think so, too. What's the next update? Update number two, the Celtics. Okay, so, yeah, it looks like he out of that, right? So, I mean, in my opinion, I so when the the story first came out, it was pretty much like, hey, he slept with somebody within the Celtics organization. Right. Right. Which we kind of explain, like, that's not that big of a deal. Right. Depending on, like, if it's just random staff member. Right. But at the same Right. But um, across any professional platform, we could assume that this is happening or it has, it has happened. Yeah. It's common. It's, 
It's very common, right? right? So it shouldn't be no different in a, in a NBA. I mean, you know, um, right of all places, right, right. So I mean, male dominated um, athletes are known not to be faithful. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to go that far, but, but well, it is. They are athletes, celebrities. Okay, aren't I mean, they known to not be faithful? I mean, I, I don't know if I would like. You know, kind of put a blanket statement out there like that. But if you was dating an athlete and he cheated on you, you would not be surprised. That's all I'm saying. I don't. I'm not saying everybody that's an athlete cheats, but it's common in the industry. Definitely. Um, it's like a rock and roll star. Right. Right. I mean, they get groupies and like everything. Yeah. Every like everybody else. Right? right. A lot of temptation. Right. So. Um, but it turns out, and I don't know if this is like um, factual, but based on what I've been hearing, he actually slept with like either the president or the vice president wife. Uh, I want to say the president's wife uh, of the actual company, uh, right? The Celtics. The Celtics, the organization. So um, I can understand why why like it. <gasps> <laughs> it, it really, I can understand now the year suspension and mm. how things like how things like his job is in jeopardy because out of all people, your boss wife. So, yes and no. I think yes is in jeopardy because it's the boss's wife, right? And of course, he's going to take it personally. Right. Yeah. So whatever can be done is going to be done. Right. But maybe that's why they're kind of just taking their time and making sure that they do a thorough investigation. Yeah. Dot their eyes, cross the T's before they just say, "You can't be here no more." Um. I I don't think, you know, when it comes to uh, certain things like this, when it's um contractual obligations. Uh-huh. I don't know if like they plan it smart to where like we, we're just going to suspend you for this year. I guarantee he's not. He doesn't have a job um, with the Boston Celtics no more. Mm. But, like it's, it's not going to suspend him for a year, then bring him back. Right. Right. It's not likely. You can almost guarantee that whoever is going to replace you is going to replace you. You know what I mean? Right. So why you suspended if the coach just comes in and they do well, which. It's not hard to do considering like that team, right? Right. Um, I I don't see him having a job with the Boston Celtics, and I kind of don't see him having a job with any other organization. The NBA. Yeah, because I mean, uh, you, it's like a discipline. The boss's wife, man. Mm, I don't know if it's a lack of discipline. Come on. I don't know if I would go there. You're the coach of the Boston Celtics, bro. Yeah. Anybody else. Made a choice. could be anybody else. Not the boss's wife. Made a choice. Right. Uh, And, you know, kind of how what I was hearing was like um, she is in charge of a specific area of the Boston Celtics. So she like travels with the team, things like that. So kind of was always around. Uh-huh. Also, I'm hearing that maybe the president hired an investigator. Oh, uh, like a PI? Yeah. Huh. 
And I'm also hearing that maybe somebody on the team like back that allegation up. Oh. Right? Right. On some like probably bitter. You know what I mean? Maybe. But I also have read a couple like people making statements that it's much worse than what anybody thinks. Definitely. So I'm thinking in in my mind, uh-huh. think about how bold you got to be to just be hitting your boss wife. Right. Knowing that if it comes out, it's going to be number one public. So whatever relationship you have, you putting that in jeopardy. Right. And you putting your job in jeopardy. Right. So you could lose Neil home and your job all in one whop. But I feel like there's still more to it. Right. So I'm thinking that it's way crazier than we, we realize. Yeah. It's like some extra freaky shit. That they don't, don't want, they don't be, really want to put out there. I don't know if it would be freaky. Telling you, but some more. I can guarantee you. I'm thinking more women. Either more women, some with the advances or something, some more because yes, it's your boss's wife, but it's consensual. They're making choices, bad choices, but right. I don't know that you would. I don't know. But think about what you're bringing into the organization. What? Right? Just by hitting your boss's wife. What kind of tension that causes? What kind of respect did you, that you have you lost in the locker room? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, if that's just it, I don't know that. Because you got to understand, like, this is a team. Right. And... No matter how, you know, people say, no, I'm really just focused on the game. You can say that all you want to. But it's out there. And I know that when they step on the court, it's it's in your head. Like, you're affected by it. Really? Yeah. Any kind of distraction is a, it affects the team, especially if it's the coach or another player on the team. Yeah, I don't know. Now, mind you. I'm guaranteeing some of these players know what's going on. Yeah. They know more than we know. Absolutely. I hope so. So imagine what kind of effect they can have on the team. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be worse. Because I don't know. I mean, again, athletes are known to cheat. Right. They had a history of not being faithful. Right. So I don't know how much they're affected by a cheating scandal. Right. As opposed to something deeper. Right. But I, th- I just think the scandal itself is something that is distracting. Think about when they, um, every time they go and have to talk to the press, a question will come up. Right. Right. So I think any kind of, anything that hits the media is going to be a little bit of a distraction for the team. Maybe. I don't know how much, though, how much of a distraction it actually is, if it's just the cheating. But maybe, I mean, maybe any little thing can throw you off or right. keep you up at night. I'm kind of excited about what's to come, because I feel like it's more things that's going to come out about what's really going on, right? right. I think the, the Celtics is trying to protect they, protect themselves. Right, so we're gonna go ahead and suspend you, investigate further, but we already know. Right. 
we already have some information that will cause us to suspend you in the first place. Right. So besides just that it's the boss's wife. <coughs> so yeah, man, I mean I just think that uh we gotta kinda keep, you know, keep our head in it and see what's going on. This is like a soap opera a little bit. A little bit. A little bit, so but guaranteed is something more. I think so. All right. What is the next update? Um, Woman King. So okay. We, we actually went to go see it. So we seen the movie. Yeah, we actually saw it. Let me ask you, like, how did, how do you feel about like the overall project? Um, I feel like it was a good movie. Yeah. I don't feel like it was spectacular. I guess. I guess because it was so hyped by different people. Like, I I just kind of had different expectations. I don't know what I was expecting, really. But it just didn't do it for me. Like, that it was such a great movie, must-see, have to. I didn't get that from it. Right. And maybe I need to watch it again. Because, again, this this week was a sick week. Right. So. Kind of in and out the movie. Yeah, it just wasn't, I don't know. Right. So, I know for me, um, kind of the same thing. Uh, I was expecting it to be like, maybe maybe better, a little, just a little more. Um, I don't think it was a terrible film, though. No, no, no. It wasn't terrible at all. I don't even think it was like average. I think it was above average film. Yeah, I think it was a good movie. Um. Viola Davis did her thing. Uh-huh. Um, but my conspiracy uh. has been tingling, mm-hmm. right? So when I watch the film, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe. But when I watched the film, what I seen was. Um, and this is a spoiler alert. Yeah, like, I mean, I if you died. haven't seen it now, then, spoiler, because, come on. Yeah. You should have seen it by now. Yeah. So, um, what I seen was black men and black women fighting throughout the entire film. And don't get me wrong, that was men on the women's side. And I'm pretty sure, although not shown, there was women on the men's side. I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't either. But I just wanted. I don't. I don't want to seem make it seem like it was strictly just. I think that's what the point was. It okay, was so men. No, no women on the men's side. It was just men. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the film, even the part where, like you know, you know, um, there. Uh, the part where they're kind of battling with the with the stick uh-huh. in between both of them. Uh-huh. Even that part was like, "I be the man," or the the optic of it was to be the man, uh-huh. right? So, I mean, I I thought it was a good film. I'll watch it again and again. You know what I mean? Um, it's definitely good enough to see for a second time. Right. Um, but I. I I couldn't help but to see 
this entire movie was about black women fighting black men, right? Now, it was for a moral reason, and I can understand that, right? Uh-huh. But also, what they were doing was like the thing to do. Every every tribe was kind of doing it, right? Them themselves was doing it. Right. Um, but they didn't show that part. But they did show the male side being like, you know, murderer, rapist, um, kidnappers. Right. Right. And I'm I'm not trying I don't want to put my arm out too much. Um, I don't want to stretch over stretch this thing, but I couldn't help but to realize that this one film was just about black men versus black women. Now, I could have understood it a little more if there was other tribes involved, right? If there's other tribes involved, then maybe we'll get a different perspective of how things work. But this was just pretty much women beefing with men and men beefing with women, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And so I just felt like... um that. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a conscious effort to have black men and black women at each other, right? This is my opinion, and I think with a film like this, it's very possible that something like that can happen or may continue, right? What? Um, the 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 back and forth between the black man and the black woman. Because that's what I've seen in the film. Right. You know? Um, You're saying that that can happen? What I'm saying is in real life. Right. In today moment, right? Uh-huh. In present today, I think that it's very possible that, it, number one, it's going on, right? You have the the black man, black woman kind of friction. And I just felt like this only adds to it. Because uh, when I seen the film, that was that was that what it was. I think there were mo- more, like, aspects to it. Okay. Like, the mother-daughter situation. Yeah. The... Um, no relationship, no kid situation. Okay. Um, like the king and the queens and then the woman king right. situation. And that was kind of confusing to me. Right. Because it was like, okay, is he making her his equal? No. Because you see, when they sit down, yeah, he's she still was, higher. Right, right, right. But she's second in command. That's what it seems like. So if she's second in command, how can she be king? That's not what a king is. That's why it's a woman king. But, and this is what confuses me about the entire film, right? Uh-huh. So she's he's only calling her woman king because, like, you would never be me, but you could be the woman version of me. The woman, ver- the woman king. Version of a king. Yeah, sure. So... That means he thinks less of her. Uh-huh. 
which doesn't make sense since you got a whole damn army full of women. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to, in order to have, especially when we understand just off based off the film, that men in that area, different tribes, felt like men were supposed to be going to war. Right. But you have all women. Yes, both. I don't know. We ain't see the other side then. No, he, he said, do you want to be with the men in the infantry? I see how you flirting. Right. But I'm talking about specific warriors. The motherfuckers who got the shit done was females. Right. They were highlighted. Right. But there were still men in them. Definitely. It just seemed like it was more females. Right? I think because they were in the forefront. Okay. So, so you when have you to see think. And they went to the um, battle and they kind of like attacked and she like did her woman call. Right. And then they all ran. But I would think like you would, you would have to think highly of women to trust them to do something like this. Yeah, and I'm sure he does. But not enough to make them your equal. Right. Okay. And you see that a lot in a lot of different aspects of life in terms of men and women. Like, a lot of men, although they say the woman is the equal, they're not always treated that way as an equal. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I can understand that. Um are there any more updates that we kind of need to talk about that we talked about in the past? All right. I don't think so. Then let's get into the topic, the topic, topic. All right. Um, so I seen a while back, um, and I didn't, I kind of like browse through the article, but pretty much, um, what they were saying is like Sean King got like close to seven million dollars. Um, they're saying that he's not all the way doing the things that uh that that the company is built to do, right? And let me just be clear: I don't think he's the only person within this organization. Okay. Um, and they said most of the money was wrapped up within the company, right? Okay. Whether it was like paying employees or um, kind of um, having the resources that you need and things like that, uh-huh. most of the money was wrapped up in the country. Right? I mean, the company. Okay. My whole thing is, um. Most non-profits do that. I think the issue is that he bought a five-bedroom place that was $800,000. Right. Like a very high amount. Right. For the company. Company purposes. um, Well, you always put stuff in the company name. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you're smart about it. But, um, yeah, so, 842,000. 
is what the public record shows. Right. So he went and bought a house. And this is similar to what um, Black Lives Matter was kind of under fire for. Right. Right. And my whole thing is like, listen, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. Right? Listen, I don't think it's too many uh, nonprofit organizations uh-huh. or organizations, period. Charity. Everything where it's not no money that's kind of wrapped up so that you can make a move like that. Right. Right? Under the company name. Right. Right? It's just, I just feel like... It, it, Especially with like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, and I'm not even like one of those dudes who like super following Black Lives Matter and all. You know what I mean? Right. But I just feel like where you think they got it from? Like companies do this, right? This is regular stuff. Corporate America. Yeah. But in the name of a nonprofit. Right. So nonprofits, you you can't make a profit, right? So right. you can't so, claim. Right. So with the money that you have and the left money over. that you get that's left over, right. you got to figure out what to do with now, it. Now, this is the thing, though. Because it's a business, you can, you can, like, you can almost, like, pinpoint how much money is going to be left over based on how much money you want to spend. Right. Right. This is the game, man. A lot of people, a lot of companies is doing this. I don't think there's too many uh, nonprofit people who are at the head of it mm-hmm. that ain't snatching a little something for themselves. Well, you got to set your salary, right? Right. You set your, I mean, what the company is producing and what the company is doing. So right. you kind of set the tone for it. Granted, if you're not making enough money as a as a nonprofit, you can't really right go too wild. Right, but if but if it's in the millions, yeah, of donations. But I think that the issue is is that so the controversy with him is he has a history of people that have been working with him and been involved with him. Right, questioning where's the money going. Right, frequently yeah. asking about like raising money for like. Black men, families that have been killed, right. or like people in Haiti, right? So you mean like not people with the organization, but like people, um, like victims, um, victims, and then also people that have worked with him, like working with the organization, like another organization working with this one, um, or just fellow like, activists. Okay, okay. So fellow activists and people who have worked with him, right, for raising money now. To be fair, mm-hmm. let's say I own a nonprofit, uh-huh. and let's say I work with a fellow activist. Right. But this is my nonprofit. Ain't none of your business what's going on over here. No, because we are raising money together. Now, okay. We're working together. Now, so if, okay, it is if we business are working together on then, what we're doing, then it's business. Right. But if if we not raising any money together, if I'm getting this money on, over here. Yeah, if you get any money over there, that's your business. Right. But if we are over here and we're working together, we're right. raising money together, 
Right. I need to know where the, what's going on with the money. Absolutely. But I know I've raised a million dollars, and together we've raised three million dollars. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. You kind of need to know. You kind of need to see like uh, transactions. Yeah. So, so Paperwork. the transparency of it, right? Definitely. So if we're in this together, I need to know like what's going on with it. Right. And so you're saying that uh, a lot of those people have, and a lot of times I feel like um, that could get messy because they all doing it. Meaning like if we raise $3 million and I know we raised $3 million and I'm only walking away with two fifty. dollars What's what's the rest of the money going? Right. You know what I mean? Well, it should be going to whatever the cause is. Right. Most but of you, the time, but, if but we can understand that every they're gonna take a little something for them. Yeah, and that's understandable, right? You're, right. you're putting in the effort, you're putting in your time. Your time is valuable. It's not free. Right. Nobody's expecting you to do all this stuff for free. Right. But. Be transparent with what you're doing with the money. Definitely. I think that's the issue that keeps coming up is the lack of transparency and the and the lack of being willing to yeah. explain, okay, this is going here, this is going there. Right. And, and this is what we're doing with it. Right. Right? But do you think, like, um, they want transparency because maybe they feel like um, they cut ain't where it need to be? Maybe not their cut, but maybe how much money are we actually giving to the cause? Right. Is not where we need it to be. And a lot of times, you know, um, I can understand that if we raise $3 million, right? And I say, listen, I'm going to take $500. You're going to take $500. Mm-hmm. And the rest is going to go to the actual cause. Right. Right. I need to know if that if that rest of it is really going to the cause. Because if you're going to take it, I could have got more too. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that part. But then also, like, if you're going to put in this effort for this cause, definitely. I, I want it to, to actually reach the right. people that actually need it. Let's do some good. I mean, yeah. it's okay to get a little cheese off the top. Right. But let's do some good with it. I get it. Yeah. Nobody's um, expecting you to do this for free. Nobody's expecting you not to get money from the cut of what is necessary. Like, we know there's operating costs. You have to process things. Things have to be done. Right. Employees. Employees. And office well, supplies. Whatever you want yeah. to call it. You run in a company. Right. But... Don't say, please donate for black men that have been killed. Right. And then it's going to your pocket for you right. to get this nice house. Right. I understand that. Um, but my whole thing is, uh, I think that everybody, now I'm not sure if everybody, you know, uh, are, you know, kind of kind of feel like they're hiding something because they're not being transparent. But most companies do that. That's the game. That's the reason why a nonprofit exists. Right. It's so that I get a little, you know what I mean? And, and I get it, but I think that you need to have this. Like, if it's only going to be 20%, I need for you to say 20% of your dollar is going to go to this. Right. And that's the thing that... um 
a lot of nonprofits don't mention. Or charities. Charities mention it. Mm. A lot of charities mention it. It'll be like in very fine print. Right. But they'll mention it. A lot of a lot of nonprofit organizations don't because honestly, um, you don't know how much is actually gonna go to the company. Right. You know what I mean? You can't really pinpoint. Um but a charity. Right. Um, you can kind of pinpoint. Or if you're asking for donations. Right, right. I mean, if it's not, okay, so it's a nonprofit, you kind of don't know because it's your company, your business. Right. It's an ongoing thing. Right. But if it's a charity drive or I'm raising money for or GoFundMe or something, you know what I mean? Like right. those types of things, like you know how much <sighs> you're going to plan to take off. You know how much. Percentage-wise, you should know that information. Right. You should know how much it costs to run your business. Right. So, um, but but is, I don't think that's a requirement. I don't. It might, it might be a requirement for a charity. Right. I don't know if it's a requirement for a nonprofit organization. Right. And I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know, but I don't think so. So. But I think that's where the questioning comes in at. Definitely. Definitely. Anytime you're doing business with anybody and they're not transparent enough for you to like see what's going on, right. then yeah, it's gonna look sketchy. Right. Um, but I think that you know him buying the house. Come on. Yeah, I don't think that that's an issue. I think you. I mean, if you can afford it, get a nice house. Right. Do your thing. Do your thing. I mean, I'm not counting anybody's pockets. Right. But. If if you buy an, this nice house, right, almost yeah. a million dollars on a house, yeah, and then the people are saying they haven't gotten any of the money that you raised in the name of them, right? Like the Tamir Rice situation, right, right. So right. he raised money without permission using his name, right? Um, Definitely, so, and didn't give any money to the mom or the family. Right. Yeah, that's bogus. So that that situation, I think it kind of just get, rubs people the wrong way initially. Right. So then you are kind of looking at them sideways for everything that they do. Definitely. I can get that. I can get that. But we got to understand that a lot of nonprofits, it's just a, a good scam anyway. Mm. That's all it is. Like a good scam anyway. That's disappointing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good scam. Yeah. I'm come on now. You gonna donate millions of dollars because I'm I'm saying that I'm I'm out here advocating on the behalf of Right. You gonna give me millions of dollars and expect me to do what? It's just a good scam. Mm. And I I really do think a lot of um ground roots activists, um are doing like good things. Yeah. Right? And we can see like evidence of it. You know what I mean? But at the same time though, they getting paid. And they should. And they should, definitely. They're- especially if they're gonna like um go to jail and put their lives on the line. Yeah. And things like that. And that's a definitely. lot of a lot of time and effort that's put into these things, right? Right. So like all the the protests that they do or going to this place, that place, the other place. Right. I think that they should definitely get paid. I mean, get paid well if yeah, if you can, if you can. But at the same time, it's got to be the time and the effort and actually doing something. 
Right. As right. opposed to I'm just saying that I'm advocating. Or I'm just saying that I'm doing something. Right. But for the most part, right, a lot of that shit be a scam. Meaning that I'm going to do enough to straddle the line. Right. Right. I'm going to do enough to where you just can't say I'm just scamming. Right. Right. Because, and then a, a lot of times if, let's say you don't have interest in whatever it is that, you know, your company is um, kind of raising money for. Uh-huh. You still have to do enough to maintain, to keep, keep getting people to donate. And, right. You know what I mean? Right. You just can't just say, fuck it, the first time you hit a lick, it, it'll be over. Right. So, yeah, I think that um, a lot of times they just do enough to actually kind of stay in the gray area. And, and, and I don't want to make it seem like it's only these type of organizations all the organizations do that right i know so and i I think that again if you're doing this you're on your business you're doing your thing you kind of set how everything is supposed to go but when you start asking for donations and you start asking people for money and right in the name of something very specific yeah 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 so i mean i can get it man like if you Raising money um, because of uh, Tamir Rice, and then his mom ends up homeless. Right. Based on, like, think about what that do to you, like, mentally. Right. Right, emotionally. Right? It changes your life forever. And because it's so public, publicized, like, it's, it can't, it's never go away. Right. So, um, yeah, if you're raising money like that, you're not actually helping. That's another level of dirt. Right. I can understand. Get your money. But don't do people fucked up um, in the process and you know they need it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I can understand that a lot of times, though, with a lot of victims as well, they be looking for money. They be looking for money. But if if people are giving money. I'm not I'm not saying. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't deserve it or. They shouldn't want it. No, even if people are willing to give money, whether they deserve it or not, right? Right. You should be able. They should be able to get some money. You, yeah. You should be able to break them off a little something. You should give them their money. Yeah. I'm donating money for this cause. And it don't have to even be like all of it or fifty percent of it. Just give them something. I mean something. Because when I heard about Tamir Rice mom being like homeless, it was like, yo, how is this possible? Right. He raised all his money right. with his name. Right. Now, we understand that the same kind of thing happened with Black Lives Matter, where they hit, they quote-unquote got like 90 mil, right, which is, it make that little seven don't look like nothing. Right. So, um. But Black Lives Matter is like huge. Huge chapters. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, I get it. I get like. Getting that amount of money, um, I know that they were saying the same thing. Like they had bought a little mini mansion or some shit, right? And also, um, in which I felt like the young lady who um, came out and was like really talking about it because she was the one like carrying the weight for it. Um, I feel like they threw up under the bus. Maybe 
Somebody got to take one for the team, you know what I mean? So, but also, she did something like um, she paid. Like I don't want to, I don't want to say the numbers wrong, but I think it was like nine hundred thousand to like her baby daddy security company. You supposed to do shit like that, right? There's no way that you ain't supposed to put somebody on, right? With this amount of money that we got, uh-huh. I'm supposed to put everybody in position, right? Right? Don't get me wrong. You still have to. Um, do the things that you need to do with the money. Right. Right. Um, even if it's, you know, um, even if it's, you know, some here and there. Right. Meaning like you, you still got to do what you need to do. If you're going to raise money on behalf of like uh, unarmed black men getting shot down in the street right. and their family need to be good. Right. You should help them out. Right. And it's enough money to go around for that. Right. So I understand you put your put your baby daddy on, whatever, right? right? But also take care of your business. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. So if it's an expense that you're gonna need to take care of anyways, right? Then yeah, you should definitely, you know, do business with people you feel comfortable doing business with. Whatever. If he got a security company and you need security, right? Why wouldn't you Go ahead Hire the, the person that you know got a security company. It just makes sense. It's just you're just supposed to put people on, especially if somebody you know. Right. And you close with. Right. But if you're doing that and you're not taking care of business, and I think the that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's where the issue comes in. Right. Y'all doing all of this this extra shit out here right. and y'all not even taking care of what y'all like raising the money for right and so that's where for me that's where the issue comes in like if i'm gonna be donating or i'm gonna be supporting your fundraiser whatever it may be i I want it to go to what i'm trying to support like don't tell me that i'm supporting x y and z right and then it's just i'm supporting your baby daddy and right. I'm supporting you and, right. and your your vacation real quick. Your nice vacation home or your nice company property <sighs> that you guys decided to purchase. Right. I got that's not what I want to support. I want to support what I agreed to support you. Right. Right. But right. if it, I mean, if it both ha- if, it, if both of it happens, that's fine. Whatever. But, but as long as what I'm trying to support is being supported, then right. Do, right. do your thing. And it's ways, and like I said, it's not just these organizations, but this is across the board. Yeah. Like, they're not doing nothing new. They're not doing anything new. Right. And I remember um, specifically uh, me wanting to donate to a charity, right? Uh-huh. So every time I got paid, I wanted to give a certain amount of money specifically to a charity. Okay. And so it was a lot of charities. Um, we went to an event and it was a lot of charities there, right? Right. And you can kind of sign up and, you know, um, donate a certain amount of money to each charity if you if you decide, or just one charity, right? Right. And I was reading about a charity and it said only ten percent. Of the actual like money that we received, 
that we receive goes to the cause. Mm. I was like, 10%? Right. 10%? Mm. So out of every $100, I give you $10. Right. That ain't... We use $10 out of every 100 Out of every that. 100 Right. That's terrible, right? Right. So I went like, yo, okay. Like, what? where's the other money? Like, where's that going? The 90%. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And... Person was like, yo, I'm, well, it goes to the company because we have to actually like run the company in order to like make sure that we have these resources like free of charge for people, right? Certain people got to get paid, the company, we got to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay, I understand that. Right. But considering it's a 90 to 10 ratio, right? That's too much money. 90. I'm donating to the company. That's what I'm doing. Right. I'm not donating to the cause. I'm donating to the company. Right. So I kind of understood right then and there, like, yo, hey, this is the game. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's why everybody got a charity or a foundation or something. So think about this. If a if a charity raises a hundred mil, mm-hmm. $10 million is going to actual cause. Ninety million goes to us, the company. Right, right. So I mean, like it's the game, baby. Mm. This how it's supposed to be ran, I guess. I guess that's how you get over. That's why everybody got a charity. Every every billionaire, you know, have a charity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Um, just just the game. Mm. This is how you're supposed to play it. Mm. We get people to donate to us. Right. And only a certain amount of percentage actually goes to the cause. Right. Right? It's only enough to say we do it. For some, right? Right. And now, it was other ones that go, no, 20%, 25%, 30%, right? But it was never like 65% of, you know what I mean? Like, it was never that. Right. So, if you raising a lot of money, that's going to y'all. Right, and you know, and the processing of getting everything together. Right, which again, I I don't feel like charities need to do work for free, or people working for charities need to do work for free. Right, and and I'm even okay with the ten percent. If you letting me know up front is only going to be ten percent, then I'm able to make an an informed decision. Right, right, right. So then I can decide if I still want to contribute or not. But if there's no information provided and you're telling me that, oh, donate for X, Y, and Z cause, then I guess I got to ask questions if it's a concern. Now, mind you, when I was at this place where it was a bunch of charities, no one actually told me it's only 10%. Right. I had to read it, you know, and as like as I'm reading it, I came across like some fine print that says ten percent of your donation will. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I said, wait a minute. So what I did was, I actually went back to the ones that I were talking to because you know they got a spill that they give you. Right. They give you the little boom boom. Right. And. And that's not in that. Like, they don't tell you in the spiel that, oh, no. by the way. No. 
They're not gonna. They're gonna leave that part out. They're gonna put it in the fine print. They're gonna put it in the fine print. Right. And if you do not read it, you do not know. That's on you. Right. So um, I went back and looked at like the pamphlets from other charities, and it was it was pretty much the same. Uh-huh. Some of them was twenty, some was fifteen, mm-hmm. but I didn't see none over like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty consistent. Right. Um. And so. This is what they do. Right. Like anytime you could raise a hundred million a, a year, mm-hmm. say a hundred mil a year, right. and only ten million go to the cause, you're not donating to any cause. You're donating to a company. Right. Right. And how however and if you're at the head of the company, I'm pretty sure you can like set how much money you make. Yeah, and how much everybody else makes. And how much everybody else makes. But, uh, I mean, I guess the more money you make, the more people you need. I don't I mean, know, I would, I don't know I would how get, that I mean, would I would work. Think. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. But it just makes you not want to help people. It does. Which is discouraging because you want to be a person. Well, I, I'll speak for myself. I want to be a person that helps people, right? Right. So in the field that I'm in, it's about helping people. Just in general, I enjoy helping people. But at the same time, like, you don't want to be taken advantage of. Right. And you don't want to just be in a bad place, right? Right. So, like, even with, like, I don't know, somebody on the side of the road or, like, people that come, like, you like you see things where things happen where, like, somebody gets hurt and they need help and they're just out there. Right. You don't they, trust ain't it. Ain't nobody stopping. And right. I, I mean, I'm not. Right. You don't trust it. You can't. Can't really trust it. I get it. And so you can't really trust people these days. So it kind of right. makes it hard for you to help people these days. I seen a homeless dude pull off in the charger. Yeah. Like literally, he was panhandling on the corner for like hours. Mm-hmm. Like I went to work. He was there. I was leaving, and he was still there. And I went into the store. And when I came out, I'm, I'm watching him get into this charge and pull off. Mm. So, I mean, we got to understand that, like, charity is a hustle, too. Yeah. You know? Um, and people will take advantage of right. situations. Because there's people out here giving money away. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not here to hate, but just know, like, if you out here trying to play fair, you the only one. Mm. You're the only one. Everybody else hustling. I guess. Everybody else. All these people y'all think, you know, um, they hustling. They hustling. Ain't nobody hustle. Hey, and I ain't mad at you. But just know what's going on. Right. Just know. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about, because we are in the state of Arizona. Uh-huh. And you know we support um, the Mercury. Uh-huh. Went out there and supported them. Oh, yeah, went to the game. Yeah, you know. And it was dope, you know. Um, I feel like the WNBA don't get, like, they flowers. Because right. they put on the show. Mm-hmm. And it was dope. So, um, because we're in the state of Arizona, I kind of wanted to talk about the son's owner. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um. So, so I mean, uh, apparently, like, the dude is racist. Mm. 
Mm. Right. Um, several old and current teammates or team team members mm-hmm. has like said things about him. They had an owner that said something about him. Um, before, before now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe this was like doing the 2016 thing, right? Um, it does not surprise me. I don't know why people get surprised when old rich white man is racist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, like, the NBA itself pretends like Y'all already know that these old rich white men is racist. Right. You know? Yeah. So, apparently, I mean, he's supposed to be selling the company. Right. I know that um, they were saying, like, a lot a lot of the people that worked for him were saying, like, he was misogynistic. He, he was racist. Um, he used the N-word on several occasions. Right. Um, and I just I I don't know I don't understand why it's this it's this big. I think because they have to sell the team. Maybe I think that's why it's as big as it is. I think he decided to sell because he just don't want to deal with it no more. Well, m- maybe, but, but it, it's not as big as like uh, the Clippers owner. I think because he was on tape. On tape. Yeah. I think that was the difference. If this guy would have been on tape, it probably would have been a bigger deal. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not surprised. I'm not either. I mean. That a rich white man who owned a team in Arizona. I mean, that owned the team, period. Period. Anywhere. Yeah. Right? It's racist. Right. I mean. It doesn't. It's not really surprising, honestly. It's no. kind of low key expected. expected. Yeah, just and mind you, like, I, I mean, I would probably argue. I don't know too many owners that wouldn't be just completely not racist. I don't know too many owners of any sports team that wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. If any of these owners, if some came out about any owner besides Michael Jordan. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about any owner being racist. Right. So, I mean, at that point, you're an owner. You know what I mean? Like, right. You kind of have this kind of control over everything. Yeah, you have power. But I don't know. I think. I think just because you have money and you're an owner or something like that um, of a company, I don't think that that's a character um, indication for anything. You know what I mean? Like, people are people. Right. There's races of all walks of life. Yeah, poor races. Yeah, all walks of life. People are racist. All walks of life, people are misogynistic. Right. All walks of life, people are crazy. Right. So, to have the expectation that because a person has money or a person owns a A team team. or a company, 
it would be silly for for me to expect anything from them in terms of their character. Definitely. But I think what it does is it makes it more dangerous because of the power that you have over all these employers, employees. I don't know that it does, honestly. If we look at the the way that the system is built and the way that the system has always operated, right? This isn't new. No, no, definitely not. So, I think you just realize where where but, you're at, right? But there's a clear difference between like some dude in Alabama, um, being emotional and displaying how he feels versus like a person that is in charge of a. Of, a, of an NBA team. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because of the employees that's under him. Because of the, the like his position of power, right? It's different to be misogynistic and nobody, you live in the country, the backwoods somewhere. But it's a different thing when you are making people who actually come to work day in and day out uncomfortable and you don't care because of this position of power. I think you can affect more people when you have a position of power. Definitely. Because you have a position of power, so you're, I mean... Anybody that has power over anybody's life is going to have a more of an effect of them. Right. Right? Than just, you know, somebody on social media saying what they want to say. Right. Giving their opinion. Right. We, we, whatever. Yeah, right. you can, like, dismiss that shit. Yeah, but. do what you want to do, block, unfollow, whatever. But if it's your boss and you kind of got to make a living, right. yeah, it makes a difference. And it's a good job. You know, you kind of need this paying job. You you know, upgraded your life based on this job. and Right. You know what I mean? But I don't feel like it's surprising. Given, no, definitely given not. The way that like the money don't change you. It doesn't. It actually makes you more who you are because a lot of times people with money feel untouchable. Right. So entitled, they can do whatever they want to do. Right. So I mean, I guess what is he that he was the son's owner for what seventeen years. Yeah, like so for a long time he was oh, doing, wow. doing whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. And it's been it's been kinda like um like stated throughout, you know, different people testimony of of what this guy's really like. Right. Old and new, you know? And it's been seventeen years. So right. The fact that he could do whatever he wants to do. And that's why. I, nothing happens for 17 years. Right. And that's why I feel like, you know, um, the NBA, they pretend like they don't know. They pretend like they don't know. We got to do an investigation and make sure. Yeah. Look, y'all pretend like y'all don't know. But at the same time, you know. I don't know. This ain't the first time. If 17 years, you right. think it's the first time somebody said something? Right. No. We had the coach. Who said something in 2016? But you know with these team owners and with the organization, like, there's a camaraderie. Definitely they homies. So I can't expect, like, you not to know that your uh, 
your friend. Your friend is the person is, you play golf with. Right. Your friend over here is is racist. Right. Considering he has so many minority or black um employees. Right. right? Most of the team. Most yeah. of the time. Most of the league. Right. So you're part of this league. So I'm sure it's come up more than one time. Especially Definitely. between people that are owners, other owners. Definitely. Commissioner and all them. So I think at the high level, it's understood. But I think at the high level, it's not just him. As we've seen with the Clippers guy. It ain't, it's not just him. And the same with the NFL. NFL clearly. You get we seen that when they kind of got together and said, "Hey, right, don't nobody hire this Colin Kaepernick dude, right, at all." So that so, was interesting. Um, but it does make me wonder, like, like what are these players going through? Is you really a rich slave? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like what are these players going through? And it makes me also, when I see something like this, and and I start to think, well, maybe most owners are like that, right? Right. It makes me respect how LeBron moves more. Mm. I'm going to just do what I want to throughout the league because none of you motherfuckers care about us. But that's the truth. That's been the truth. Right. And I've been saying that as a fan. Don't care about me, right? Are you crazy? So they care if if I'm wearing this jersey or that jersey. They all making money off of it, right? So I mean, it made me kind of respect how he moves more. I mean, I kind of always respected it because instead of getting actual like waiting to be traded, you might as well just go where you want to go, right? So yeah, um, so. We're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Um, we want to thank everybody again for listening, you know. Um, hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on uh, Instagram. We also got our Twitter going. Uh, so our Instagram is R-O-A-E underscore podcast. Our Twitter is the same. Same thing. Yeah. So either one, you can hop on and take a look, follow, respond, give us some feedback, what you think. Yeah, man. Interact with us. Yeah, let us know. Um, yeah, but thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And as always, mental health is real. Self-care is important. We'll see y'all next time.